Welcome to another episode of Ghibli Jabber. I'm Nick, and I'm here with... Trevor. On each episode of Ghibli Jabber, we discuss one of the works of Japanese film studio Studio Ghibli through the eyes of a fan, which is me, and of a newbie, which is Trevor. This week we're discussing Tomomi Mochizuki's 1993 The Ocean Waves, about a love triangle that develops between two good friends and a new girl who transfers from Tokyo to their high school in the seaside town of Kochi. This 72-minute TV movie was an attempt by Studio Ghibli to allow their youngest staff members to make a film reasonably cheaply. Despite it ending up over budget and over schedule, Trevor, do you think that this cheaper and shorter TV movie nature of the film is obvious and therefore makes it a second-tier Ghibli product? Or do you think this movie holds up against Ghibli's other more gentle dramas like Takahata's Only Yesterday? No, this is a second tier if not third tier studio ghibli film in my mind um it's shorter but yet feels so much longer than any film we've watched before um at 72 a very very skim 72 minutes felt seriously like three hours for me i stopped the film to look at how many more minutes of the film it had (laughs) I can't tell you how many times. I stopped the film seven minutes into the film to see how much longer I had. (laughs) How about you? How do you feel about that? Okay, so this is a unique situation, I suppose. There will be a few movies that... I think there are four or five, actually, that I've only seen once. Um, This is one of them, and it was... This is probably the one I have the least memory of. I downloaded a you know, a version sort of deep, deep, deep into the internet years, years, years ago when this was a really hard movie to find. Um, now it's on Netflix in Australia, so it's super easy. Um, so I remember it was like probably a really crappy version that I watched, like that I slowly downloaded and watched on my um, old computer. And I was just like, it didn't feel like a real Ghibli movie. It didn't feel like a movie at all. It was just kind of like, oh, this this is like sort of like a, maybe a bit of a, like a second rate, like TV show kind of thing. Like it's just an animated TV show that didn't have sort of the same unique touches that you would usually get with a Ghibli movie. But I just sort of pass it off as like one of their lesser outputs. So yeah, so we're well, sort I'm of coming is... at... No, sorry to interrupt, but I, but that's why I'm glad it was a TV movie and they didn't like try to release this in theaters. A, they could have never. This movie is not a... It's not a... No. But I'm glad that, because then you don't even have to, I mean, it's associated with Studio Ghibli while I'm running all over myself. It's associated with Studio Ghibli. It's a product of what they did. So thus it is part of their work and people are going to judge it as if it is part of their work and that's fine. But the fact that it's a TV movie and it was never tried to be presented itself as like, this is one of our main offerings, you know, every other year or however you know long they've done between these films. So at least that comforts me that this was a TV movie and not a real theatrical film. I feel like you're you're wishing that I just excluded this completely, but I think it's important to no. uh, get the no. full experience. Yeah, I was just going to say before. Um, that, yeah, we're coming at this from basically the same perspective, like same position, unlike most movies. So, because I, I basically had zero memory of it, so it was fun. We can we could rediscover this together. Like there was only a few a few shot sort of shots and. I had like a vague idea about what it, what it was, but I didn't really, I thought it was like, yeah, like a teen romance is what I basically thought it was. But yeah, it's not very good. I will say, I don't know if I enjoyed it more this time because I don't 100% remember my first experience, but I did find that there was certain things that I enjoyed about it. 
um, and probably more than you a little bit because I, I do enjoy these sort of I do enjoy when Ghibli does do their sort of simple character drama sort of pieces uh, but you know I, I mentioned only yesterday is probably up until this point the closest um, relative of this and it's just from in every way it's a much lesser film than only yesterday you can just you can tell with that with only yesterday that you're in the hands of someone who knows a lot about storytelling from a visual perspective and from a story nar- narrative perspective whereas this just sort of goes all over the place the animation is fine but not very exciting or dynamic the characters are okay i i don't know if they're elevated much beyond sort of stock standard like i said sort of like a high school japanese tv anime which i don't watch very often uh but i did i didn't they felt a little bit more adult than that but there there were sort of shades to their characters i thought rikako the the main female character she wasn't just like a boring good girl or like just a boring bad girl either she was sort of in between and she could change on a dime and then she acknowledged that she was changed. Like there's more shades to that character. Like this could have been sort of an interesting movie. I think if like, you know, Miyazaki or Takahata had a go at this, I think it could have been a more interesting movie. Um, but as it is now, it, it all just feels a bit flat to me. What do you think? Yeah, I completely agree with you. It feels like an after school special. It feels like an episode of Degrassi, but did you, did you ever see Degrassi? It's a Canadian thing. Yeah. 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 Jun- junior. No, wait. The Next Generation or whatever it's called. Yeah, Next, next Generation. It doesn't matter. If you've seen one episode, you've seen one with all. Drake. But, one with Drake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it feels like that, but I would much rather watch Degrassi than, than watch this. Like, I didn't even find... Oh, God, I'm shitting on this movie so much, but I didn't even find... Like you said, if if Takahata or Miyazaki had done this... I don't necessarily know if it would be a million times better, but it would definitely be better in my eyes because I think that they do know, especially Takahata does know how to take very simple scenes between characters and moments in their life and, and make them feel organic, authentic, and, and and important. I mean, that would like, that, that was, I kept thinking about only yesterday the entire time I was watching this film um, and how much better it was. And it only made me love Only Yesterday so much more. So maybe that's why they did this. Like, Takaha was like, make this movie. It's going to make everyone <laughs> love that movie so much more. Not that people didn't love that movie. People loved that movie. But this just feels so derivative. The The dialogue between the characters, they're just... I just feel like they're just yelling at each other the entire time. Or just saying the same thing over and over and over again. Ah, uh, yeah. I was at loss for words <laughs> most of the time. I didn't even, I didn't write down much. Um, <laughs> but I, I had strong hopes when it, right when it first started. Like, I will say that right when it first started and it looked across the subway platform, I thought that whole sequence was very beautiful. And it got me, I was like, oh, okay. He's seeing some girl. And my first thought was somebody he knew from his past or I didn't, th- I didn't want to believe that he was a creep. Just being like, oh, who's that pretty girl? Um, so... I was kind of intrigued and excited to see where the story would go. And then it absolutely went nowhere for me. Yeah, it went everywhere and nowhere. I will say this does have one thing over in the yesterday and that it has one more slap than only yesterday. Only yesterday had an easily <laughs> one slap. This one has like three or four slaps and a few punches. 
Um, that's it's probably like domestic the highlight. violence. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, there's quite a bit of slapping in this movie. There's not really a lot to say about this. I, I think it's maybe like a slight step above like what I was explaining, like sort of a TV drama, but not not a ton. I I, I do enjoy that the director Mochizuki was. I feel sort of inspired a little bit by Only Yesterday and tried to. It's, it still does things that I think, like, say, a Pixar movie wouldn't bother doing, like, you know, shooting things as though it was sort of like a real movie with sort of like establishing shots and sort of just scenes of things happening. Like, it starts off sort of, well, towards the beginning, he's sort of at an airport and there's just shots of, mm-hmm. you know, like people sitting watching the TV, people like shuffling with their bags and like going through. It's like that sort of scene setting where in like, I feel like in an American movie, everything is sort of, has a sort of greater purpose and is sort of super stylized. Whereas this is very just capturing moments and it feels like sort of a more sort of or get like naturalistic sort of indie drama kind of thing. Um, so, and I do appreciate that about these films the same way that I did about only yesterday, but visually like it tries a couple of things. Like it's, it has like when we go back into the past, it sort of frames everything as though it's sort of like a photograph with some white around it. I'm like, oh, there's a mm-hmm. technique. Yeah, aspect ratio. It's doing something. Uh, but just the, and I don't know if how intentional it is. It just, the color, it, it felt quite muted in a similar way to, I guess, like the, the flashback scenes in Only Yesterday, but it doesn't have the same impact. Like everything kind of looks a little bit washed out. Or like, everything looks a bit, a bit like dirt, like grimier. Like it's not as sharp. The backgrounds aren't as sharp. The character animations are not as expressive. Like you said, with um, in, when you were comparing it to only yesterday, Takahata took sort of those mundane moments and made them feel important to the characters. Like you could sense the stakes of those scenes, even if it was just someone cutting a pineapple. Like it really focused on the girl trying to enjoy it and the family dynamics of of you know of representing what their life was like at this time and how all of them relate to this l- little thing in front of them which is cutting up a pineapple in this you know in this movie it's like you don't really get a sense of their characters it's it's very you know the reactions they have are very broad and you know if, if they can't animate it there's again there's this um some voiceover to explain some things uh yeah it, 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 none of the moments hit as hard I mean, and like the whole film is a flashback, basically. The last 15 minutes are sort of the real life and it doesn't sort of, it doesn't do what Only Yesterday does and reframe, like frame things in an interesting way or show growth or show, you know, someone looking back at something through a certain perspective, which is something that Only Yesterday did well. Not that this movie has to do that, but it doesn't really gain anything from its structure. You know, it could have literally just started at the beginning and then, you know, skipped forward a year and yeah, ended the reunion. But it's it, it, it's sort of inventing a structure to make a to sort of make the narration make sense, I suppose, because he's looking back and he's talking about what has already happened, and to sort of give it sort of a bit of a cute framing device. But yeah, it does, it doesn't work on any of those levels. No, yeah, like. They wanted, there were many moments, exactly, I think that you pointed out very perfectly right there. There's many moments where it felt like they wanted to to tell us something instead of show us something. And so the divisive flashbacks was very easy to use that because then they get the voiceover to do that with. But agreed, the structure did not add anything to the story that they were trying to tell. 
it seemed it seemed forced and it could have easily just been a chronological hey this is a a teen love triangle story from school to the first year of college um i don't get anything from those flashbacks especially because i think if you're going to use flashbacks you need to jump back in between back and forth between them to show that how they've impacted the character now like i i'm just reiterating what you said but right when you said it i was like yes i felt the exact same way yeah literally all the modern day stuff or whatever you want to call it um happens at the end apart from you know <laughs> two or three minutes so it's it literally just could have been told in that way yeah they they, they, just, they just wanted like a a slightly more interesting framing device i guess because it's doesn't start in a very interesting way uh, i mean i could say it doesn't end in a very interesting way but i actually preferred the later stuff I, I i preferred the um the modern day things because i guess the characters there's a little bit of nostalgia with it not that we really got to know these characters but they are like they're looking back they're a bit more adult they're sort of like oh you know can't believe that's what i was like and there's a little bit more there's a more interesting sort of dynamic between them all. And I I do enjoy that. It kind of felt like I wrote down, I don't know why it kind of reminded me a little bit of like it chapter two, you know, getting together, um, you know, I see that after a long time and that, and also terrible, like it chapter two. Um, No, have you you seen it? I, it's just so long. Imagine if this was that length. Not that this is even about that, but the reason why it's not good is because again, the book has told, Every, every other chapter is in the past and the present. So they choose to have the film separated for budgetary reasons, but it shouldn't have been told that way. Anywho, let's go back to our Studio Ghibli film. It's just so long, that movie. Like, cut out some of the... Anyway. Um, I mean, I'd rather talk about It Chapter 2, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Same. Uh, Ocean Wave slash It Chapter 2 for this yeah, exactly. title. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's how I'll promote it. I might get a few more listeners. Did, did you have any other notes on the visuals? The one thing I'll say is that it, it's a bit... It, it, I think it, it plays with depths of focus a little bit. There's like a couple of shots where... I think even when we're introduced to um, Rikako for the first time, you see sort of the main character, sort of Taku talking to you, um Yukata, yeah, his friend. And then he's meeting sort of Rikako for the first time. And we're seeing um, Taku's face and then she sort of pops into frame. And that's how introduction to her character. She sort of, her face pops in to say goodbye to um, his friend. Yeah. And then it sort of, it, it I noticed that one. There's, there's a couple of sort of nice shots like that that do something a little bit more interesting. Um, and then, like, the very final shot of that sort of, like, 180 degrees sort of swivel around him as he sees her at the station, that was sort of a nice p- bit of animation, I thought. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, he, he sees her at the station at the end. And then, so he sees her at the station at the very end, like, the, the similar to the opening scene, and the camera sort of, like, mm-hmm. camera or whatever, pans around him so that he's <laughs> facing us, and then we're sort of Rikako. Oh, okay. Yep. I do remember that now. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So like, there's a couple of nice moments like that. Uh, but otherwise the, the, it's, it's a fairly sort of static, um, not particularly dynamic movie. Do you, do you have any, any thoughts on, um, the animation? Uh, the, the only thing that I wrote down in terms of the animation was something you already mentioned. So I feel like I'm just you know, reiterating things you've said, but the, I, I kind of got excited with the aspect playing with aspect ratio when it did frame those things. And I thought that that was a nice way to take us back to the past. 
you know, and only yesterday he, he did that through different devices and by made it, making some of the, like the, the, the colors muted and things like that. And it made it feel more like a memory, but for this one specifically to be like, boom, put that, put us into an aspect ratio that was completely different from what we've been watching so far. I thought that was really cool. Um, I don't know. I like it when films or animated films for that, for that matter, play with aspect ratio. The, the film that comes off the top of my head is you've ever seen, um, Shoot, what is uh, uh, Xavier Dolan's uh, mommy. mommy? Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, Mommy. Yeah, I, I like, it just made me think of that immediately. And I was like, ooh, I'm excited. And then it was nothing like I wanted it to be. So then I wasn't excited anymore. Uh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want this in like a one-to-one ratio anyway. It already feels like boxy and television-y anyway. There's definitely no <laughs> like widescreen sweeping vistas. No, yeah, I agreed. It's very muted. I will say that... I mean, I guess we can go into our favorite shots and sequences, and mine are usually always the same, and especially for this one, because I just can't think of many. No. <laughs> my favorite sequence was the beginning, the opening. I thought they did really well with the opening, the introduction. It, 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 not, not even so much the introduction of the characters, but just opening it up with the train and him looking across. I thought that was all very beautifully framed, and the, the shots they chose to take, I thought that the sequence was beautiful. And then... My favorite shot was the scene with, um, I think it's when they got back together when they're older, where it's with uh, Taku and Yukataka, Yutaka, Yukatata, uh, Yutaka and Taku, when they're at the, what do you call it? Like the pier, and they're looking mm-hmm. out into the water, and it's kind of sunset That was gorgeous. Yeah, that was nice. Like, I, I, like, I like both of the things that you're talking about. I don't know why. The, the shot I put down for favorite shot was just the shot of him like sleeping in the bath. Like it's just sort of a simple overhead shot. I don't know. I just I just liked the framing of that. And it just sort of showed sort of how put out he was by this character in sort of a really easy, um, simple way. Uh, and then there's, there's also some nice shots when he goes to Tokyo for the first time of all the sort of skyscrapers lit up at night. Um, oh, yeah. With, yeah, there were a couple of nice shots like that. My favorite sequence, um, I, I sort of referenced it, was probably the the reunion that they had at the restaurant. I d- yeah, like I said, like I enjoyed that part of the movie the most. I thought there was sort of a nice dynamic and like a familiarity with it. The problem is we don't we didn't really get to know any of these characters very well. Yeah. It would have been a lot better if it was like we felt more of that nostalgia that the characters are obviously feeling. But I'm like, oh, did we even know that like that big obnoxious guy? Like, we kind of knew, like, the short-haired girl, but we didn't really know how much she hated Rukaka. Like, there were certain things I'm like, oh, it makes me wish that we knew these characters better and that they were in a better movie. And that's why it kind of felt like a, like, an after-school Degrassi thing. Like, I felt like all these other characters had a moment that we didn't get to see. And then, like, I I agree with you. Like, I kind of wanted to know, not that I want to sit with these characters for longer than the 72 minutes that I had to, but if I had to... I wanted to know, like, okay, why did he like Yumi? Things like that. But I, I agree with you. I did like that scene because it's very it's very after high school. You come back and then the stakes are so low, it's okay to admit the things that you never would have admitted in the past. And so I liked that moment as well. Yeah, you can say, you know, who your crushes were and things like that. Yeah. yeah. So, and, you know, and then they go out and they, like, go by the wa- water and, like, look up at the castle. You know, it was sort of like a you know a bit of like a ladybird moment when they realize that even though they couldn't wait to get out of their town they actually love certain things about it obviously this movie will never ever be compared to ladybird in any other um forum but <laughs> oh, i thought it was the exact same <laughs> yeah 
Well, Greta Gerwig's doing a live action version of the Ocean Waves next. So, well, so because this is the only movie um, that this director did, I I didn't bother putting together a special criteria for this. And I wouldn't, even if, even if I did love this movie, um, I wouldn't bother. <laughs> I'm only, I'm only, ever, <laughs> there are a couple of directors later on that have two movies, but I'm also not going to bother for them. It's going to be a Miyazaki and um, Takahata special. So just as a score for the movie, what did you give this out of 10? Um, I'd give it a 2.5. <laughs> just because simply from the fact of, I've talked about it in other episodes before. I just don't think that it works very well as like a general drama or and or like a poetic tragedy where character over plot over yada, yada, yada. I just felt like every single one of these characters was flat. Even the three characters that weren't supposed to be as flat, like they're not the flattest things in the world, but by no sense would I call them dynamic. I don't really get to know them. I don't really get to know what, what the, the what their clicks and their beats are everything about those characters are wrapped up in this one love triangle that i don't really even know them not even our narrator and so we get to know them a little bit more i'll give you that but anywho so the characters fall flat for me the the plot is a bust for me i'm bored the entire time i told you i looked at the, i stopped the film at least 10 times in the 72 minute run to see how many more minutes I had. It took me probably two and a half hours to watch it because I paused it so often to get up and go do something else because I just couldn't sit there and watch it. It would have worked better episodically, I feel, rather than this Mm -hmm. one big long movie. Yeah, there's not much to say that I liked about it. So I'm going to go with that 2.5 and tell you that I'm never watching this movie ever again. No, one day we have to get really drunk and then do sort of like a live stream of us. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would do it. that. That would be hilarious because yeah. I'd rip on it the entire time. Uh, I, I, there's a there's a line that she says after they get back from Tokyo. She's like, our Tokyo trip wasn't much fun, was it? And I'm like, no, it wasn't. Like you, you went to bloody Tokyo, and <laughs> which is like, you know, an amazing place where like not, not for the characters, but even visually you could have done so much. <laughs> And same with Hawaii. They go to Hawaii and then they spend the whole time in like the lobby of the hotel. I'm like, show us some nice, this is a chance for you to like. Go on the beach. Get outside. Yeah. Or like make some nice shots of Hawaii and Tokyo. Like this is your excuse. This is an, like this is a visual medium. Whether it's animated or not, um, you can still show some nice shots on the screen. And they didn't even really bother to do any of that. I will say I I do enjoy that like, um, only yesterday there's the characters are mentioning their periods and things like that. And that's like a very normal thing to do. Um, I mean, she only mentions it once, but I'm like, Oh, that's Mm -hmm. continuing with the sort of frank discussion that we wouldn't get in sort of like a Pixar movie. But I gave this, okay. What what do you think I gave this? I like you guessing because you're always banging on below five. I think that you gave this 5.5 or a six. I literally wrote 5.5 slash six, but I'm going to say (laughs) 5.5. You know me. I'm so good with you. I will say that I do think, I mean, there are some films coming up that I don't love, but this, this is the bottom of the barrel. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So don't worry now. Don't don't pull out yet. There's some some good stuff coming up still. So uh, I guess I'll see you next time as we discuss Isao Takahata's 1994 Pompoko. Um, and I'm not going to say any more on that, but I'm very excited to get your opinion of that. 
I will see you then. Bye.